Brand new 9-11 off the lot It ain't even cost me a lot Yeah Took that back to the block Heard her brother just got popped Yeah A brand new 9-11 9-11, Brand new 9-11 on <laughs> Hey, it was good, y'all. I didn't even know if I was going to actually put this in the start, but I think I am, y'all. I'm going to just put it in. I'm a one-take person, man. I'm not trying to be perfect out here on these episodes. I'm just giving y'all the raw, the real deal, the unfilial-tard. Oh, I kind of sound like I said retard. Sorry. My fault. But what's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Thoughts of a Gabe. I appreciate y'all checking me out, man. If this is your first episode, welcome, 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 welcome. You are welcome in the name of the Father. You are welcome in the name of the Son. And now, welcome in the name of the Holy Ghost. I think I switched it. I think I should have said Father. No, Father, Son, Holy Yeah, Father, Son, Holy Ghost. It, it, that's it. So reference that's how uh when you go to uh when you're visiting a church for like a revival or or maybe like an afternoon service they'll send somebody up there to welcome i'm doing air quotations with my fingers to welcome you even though the service has already started and you're already sitting in your seat they will officially welcome you into the service you know you being from a different church and they've invited you guys to to come do some type of special service or special type of uh acknowledgement of some sorts or maybe just have your pastor at your church come preach at their church you know whatever have you whatever the reason may be they would welcome you and they would say some things before that and then they would end it with you are welcome in the name of the father you're welcome in the name of the son and you are welcome in the name of the Holy Ghost. You are welcome. And they that's how they would end it. A lot of people know that. I love, I love, see, that's what I, I'm about to start. I really didn't think about what I was going to talk about this episode. It's really just going to be a real deal in you with me while I'm thinking. Like, this is how it be. And I'm driving. I be having the best, I be having the most fun conversations when I'm driving. Okay, so it's just going to be, it's just going to be whatever comes to mind. Here's the first one that just came to mind because of that because of me saying that the black culture not that it's better or cooler or doper than all the other cultures what i am saying is i the reason why i enjoy there we go the reason why i enjoy my culture so much is because we have so there are so many things that we experience in different settings different not different settings, different different locations within, you know, I, w- I guess I would just say within America. Um, I'm not, I, w- I wouldn't assume that this type of, that type of welcome or, or, or greeting in a service is like the same in other black communities outside of America. But I, I'm specifically speaking for like American churches, American black churches, a lot of uh, American black communities and whatnot there are a lot of people who know about that welcome like out there's some of y'all who probably said it with me (laughs) you know and like it really it literally like took you back to when you were forced to go to church during the week for revivals or you were forced to go to that third or second service of the of the sunday on a sunday bro i remember that man multiple services on a sunday services throughout the week man 
Um, oh man, Pract choir practices, all that, man. Like a lot of the black experience is so similar across across the east and west. In oh, sorry, I'm saying east and west. A lot of the black experience in America is so similar, man. It's so funny. I just find it funny. Oh, another thing. Black Twitter is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. My thing with black Twitter, how does black Twitter not have its own Twitter? I feel like black Twitter should just have its own Twitter. I feel like I saw that they tried to make a black Twitter and it didn't really work out and everybody just stuck with the with the regular Twitter. I think I think some high tech knowledgeable people, black people of course, not that they have to be black, but it just makes sense that it would be black people or at least minorities, you know what I'm saying, that have black ties to it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. But you know what I'm saying. It ain't no hate. You know it's all love here. My people who know me, you know what's up with me. You know I ain't got no type of you know what I'm saying? In my heart, you feel me? But if you don't know me, nah, I'm not that type of person to to be like a, a black-only person or a only black lives matter. I'm not that type of person. I'm the, I'm the hey, we're important. You know what I'm saying? We we have our, our, our people are dope. Not to say that other people aren't, but it's just so often that we don't hear it enough from others. And it's so long that our culture hasn't been acknowledged and appreciated in the way that it should have, you know. So it's like these types of these types of vocalizations of our enjoyment and love for our people, our culture, our creativity, whatever comes out. And you know, depending on your heart, is how you're gonna take it. You feel me? If you got a little something going on, then me saying Black Lives Matter or having Black people create Black Twitter or that being a Black Twitter and it being named Black Twitter might make you feel a certain type of way you know what i'm saying <laughs> but that ain't my problem that's a you problem that you can work through there's nothing wrong with that you gotta acknowledge it and work through it baby don't be stupid don't stay in it you know what i'm saying um am i calling you stupid if you stay in it i guess i am yeah yeah you're a big dumb dumb if you if you if you stay that way you're a big dumb dumb i'm sorry i'm sorry no i'm not sorry for saying you're a dumb dumb I'm sorry that you have to come to the realization that you are a dum-dum. But how did we get here? Black people, black church. Yes, black church. Oh, man, let's talk about it. Why are there so many black churches that take such a long time for service? You know? I remember, man, I remember being in church so long that my mom I could this is when I could drive this was one time when I could drive I remember being at church so long that I left to get food to bring back to the church for my mom like she told me to go get food and I brought it back and it was like all right as soon as the service is done we're gonna go eat or or maybe we went to the back I think we went to the back to eat a little bit oh shoot that's some deer dang we got deer on the side of the road y'all Oh, shoot. Yo, I haven't been doing a good job of painting the scene. Let me do that first. I really enjoy it when I was describing the scenery and whatnot. Because my first, my first like, two, three episodes were, like, mad wild. 
when I uh, like the setting around me, which I want to get back to that, man. I got to get some, I got some better places. Like, do a podcast, do an episode of like Sheets, or do an episode of like a, a bar that's not like super crowded, but like quiet, and you get those background noises, or maybe like a coffee shop where it's not annoying for me to be talking, and I'm like kind of, it's kind of spaced out, but you still get those coffee shop noises or whatever. I don't know. Send me, uh, give me some, give me some ideas, yo. Once I, once I post this, give me some ideas. But anywho. Um, yes, so I left while church was going on, came back, church was still going on, people were still like shouting and praising and stuff, and I'm just like, yo, Lord, is this really necessary? Do people really love you if they just kind of standing around and just kind of let musicians play and it's like nothing's really take going forth, you know what I'm saying? But also, Lord, maybe is it me? Do I have a problem with worship? With people just worshiping and 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 worshiping? Is it my problem? Is it me? Whose heart isn't right? So that's one thing. Another thing. Why is it that you force the guest the guests people who are coming for you know the first time ever never seen them before you don't know their name you're forcing the guest to stand up there's always a part if you haven't been to a black church hear me out there's always not always not also don't think this is every black church no it's not every black church i'm just speaking in a manner that is respectful to the uh, to the, I was about to say to the content, to the, um, to the, oh, I'm blanking on a word, to the context, there we go, I'm speaking to the context of what the topic is, the topic is black church, yes, I'm speaking generally, but obviously we know it's not every black church, you know what I'm saying, um, but anywho, why does every black church, <laughs> Why does every black church force somebody who's a guest, force all the guests to stand up, one, and then introduce themselves to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100, maybe a little over 100 people? If your church is kind of big, mine, mine was mine was low-key. The church I grew up going to was low-key. It could fit some people. You know what I'm saying? It, it could fit a good 100. A good, maybe 100 plus. It could fit a good 100 plus. If, you think of, if I think about the rows, like... 10 people could easily sit on that row. You know what I'm saying? But you add in your big bodies, you know, your people with diabetes, your people, you know what I'm saying, who just love eating, people who can cook really good and their body sizes just represents that, you know, your, your big mamas and whatnot. If you, if, you, if you calculate those types of bodies in there, you know, you sprinkle them within, let's bring it, let's bring it to six to seven. Let's say six to seven adult-sized people. That's not even including kids. Six to seven adult-sized people could fit on each pew at my church. Now, mind you, there's about 14 or 15 pews in each section. There were three sections. So, let's see. 15, 40, 45. 45 times six. Let's say six. 45 times six, that gives you, whoa, that's a huge number. Am I even calculating this right? Was it 15 pews? Maybe it was a little less pews. I don't know. I just know that it could easily be like 100 people in there. And they're like, do we have any visitors? Oh, yes. Could you all the visitors stand up, please? 
we'd like to acknowledge you guys and greet you. Oh, hey, thank you for visiting. Where, what is your name? Where are you visiting from? Um, my name is Jonathan. This is my wife, Tamika. Um, this is our first time here. We're new to the area. Um, and we're glad to, to be in the house of the Lord today. Thank you guys for letting us be here. And it's just like, bro, when you see the faces of the people who who are being forced to stand up, they're like looking around like, wait a minute, do I have to do we have to stand up? Like I've seen it so many times. Like they're just think like visitors are like, oh my gosh, dude, are we standing up? We're standing up. I mean, we're visitors. They know we're visitors. They're staring at us. I guess we gotta stand up. I know that look and I know that's what they're thinking because I've had to do the same thing. They don't ask the kids to in introduce themselves, but once you're an adult, if you look like an adult, you have to introduce yourself, say your name, where you're from, you know what I'm saying? And then you got to give a little tag. You got to give a little tag, like, and I'm grateful, like, at the end. You got to be like, I'm thankful to be in the house of the Lord on today. Or uh, at the beginning, you got to give a little tag. Uh, give an honor to God, pastor and first lady, uh, the mothers, the deacons, and the elders, and their respected places um we're thankful to be at this church in the house of the lord on today and then you know you say your name say your wife's name if you got a spouse or you just say your name or if you got kids you got to be like these are my kids this is blah you i'm saying depending on how many kids bruh i've seen it and it's just oh my gosh i wish black churches would stop doing that and find a different way to meet people who's visiting for the first time, you know, because I feel like there's a less anxiety giving, overwhelming way to do it rather than have them stand up in front of the whole church and introduce themselves. I don't know, man. Figure it out, black people. Do better. Do better. Because I always hated that. Always hated that. Um, let's see. What else? Let's keep going. Yo, so my nose. Oh, this brings me to another one. So here's here's what's funny. So I was first thinking about, all right, I want to change the topic, go to something else. I just thought about one. This is super recent, like literally today recent. So my mom bought me some earrings. You know, it's a fake little diamond, uh, like hoop earrings. It's not, it's like half silver, half diamond. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So like the way that it's set up is like, you'd see the diamond, but then like, the bottom half and then the back half is like silver so it's pretty cool it's not like obviously they don't real diamonds they, i ain't worried about that i'm not a uh super i'm not super big on like having real diamonds real gold all that stuff you know what i'm saying if it looks nice i'm a rocket you know and i'm okay with buying like you know spending a little bit not a lot now hear me out i ain't spending i ain't spending no cash on no fake stuff you know what i'm saying and i ain't spending no cash on no real stuff I'm going to get the fake stuff that's right in the middle. It's not too fake, but it's fake enough. I ain't got to pay too much. And so I'm rocking it, right? And I'm like, yo, this looks like it could be a good nose ring. Like it's a hoop. It clips like you, uh, not eclipse, but it's like one of those ones that you just like push it into the little hole and it clicks and it's like a whole circle. Like there's no back, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, I'm going to try this as a nose ring. I put it in. It feels like it fits perfectly. Time goes by. This is Christmas Day. Time goes by, and I'm like, huh, this feels small 
Because I got some big nostrils now. And where I got my, like, nose hole, it's like, it covers a lot of ground. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I got some big nostrils and it covers a lot of ground. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I, I ain't shaming my nostrils now. I'm glad that I, my, I can't flare my nostrils. If I flared my nostrils, then I'd be a little bit embarrassed. I feel like when you flare your nostrils, not I feel like. Yo, when you flare your nostrils, they get so big. And I know people with, like, small noses that can flare them. I know people with, like, medium-sized noses that can flare them. And it's just like, man, I'm glad I can't flare mine. Or, like, they just don't be flaring on their own like that. Because it look crazy just because how big my nostrils are. But that's neither here nor there. So, anywho, I'm rocking the earring as a hoop in my nose. It's going great. It looks good. I did a little video on my phone. It's like, hi, check the new piece. You know what I'm saying? You jacking it? Also, I'm going to get to that too. That word jacking. Jacking it. Whatever. Um, and so, I'm rocking it, right? I'm digging it. I'm loving the way it looks. And then, when I'm touching it and I'm moving it, like, it feels, it hurt. And I'm just like, well, I already had a hole. It didn't really hurt when I put it in. Why is it hurting now? The note, the earring was too small and it was like stretching my nose, my pierced hole and like making it bigger because it was so small. It was like pulling in my nostril. It was pulling my nostril in because the, the earring was too small. So today I was like, yeah, I can't keep taking this. It just hurts. Doesn't need to hurt. It's not supposed to hurt. I'll just find, I'll just find like, here's my thing. I don't find nose rings often that fit. So I'm just going to like be going to Claire's and stuff like that. Or maybe like some stores that stale, that stale, that sell some, you know, like unisex earrings or some earrings. I feel like I could pull off that. I could just put my nose because trying to find a nose ring to fit my nose that's not going to cost me a grip it just ain't easy it ain't easy and i don't want to buy it online because it's like like i said my nostrils is they're rather on the large side which ain't bad right? you know what i'm saying not a shame i just got to make sure i'm doing what's best for my nose and so it's feeling better i took it out a couple hours ago it's feeling better it's, you know healing more than hurting um, I'm sure it's going to take a little bit to heal because, you know, your nose, t your nose tissues and whatnot, you know, you know, your nose cells and whatnot. It takes a little while, man. Like having it like because it's like a little piece of the skin was starting to like really stretch and come off. And I'm just like, yo, that's not. You know, let me go ahead and take this bad boy out. You know what I mean? So I'm glad that I tried it because now it's like, ooh, I can buy me some inexpensive earrings that can work as nose rings and just make sure it fits my nose you know so i'm happy about that also oh man okay time to be vulnerable for a little bit so remember that aunt that i mentioned in the what maybe the birthday episode when i was talking about i go to charlotte be with the family so this is that aunt I went, me and, me and my mom, my sister, me and one of my sisters, my mom, um, I have to say one of my sisters all the time, because I have two, hold on, I have two sisters, one's in Delaware, one is here in North Carolina, and so I have to make sure I distinguish the two, because it, it can sound like, 
I only have one sister, but I want to make sure that I, I'm saying it in a way that I have two sisters so that it's known. Shout out to Amber out in Delaware. Woo woo, love you, girl. Um, but yeah, so me and my sister that, that's here in North Carolina, and my mom, we went to Charlotte. Went to hang out with my aunt. It's Aunt Vicky. Aunt Vicky's the best. She's the greatest. Um, love Aunt Vicky. So we went up there. Charlotte was having some crazy issues with, with like, the power and stuff. Like, a lot of Charlotte didn't have any power. And so we couldn't go on, what, Friday. We were trying to go Friday before, like, the weekend, the week, that Friday before Christmas. So we couldn't go. They didn't have power. Saturday comes around. Can't really go. They don't have power. They don't know when it's going to come back on. Charlotte's trying to get the, the, the power people in Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte trying to figure it out, get it right. I'm like, hey, they told the people who still didn't have power that the power would be on Saturday morning, 7.30 or whatever. So we get week or Sunday morning, you know, day of Christmas. So instead of getting there Friday, we get there Sunday. You know what I'm saying? We get there in the, like the afternoon, whatever. And she's got some food cooked, man. Oh, she's got yams. She got mac and cheese. She got green beans with some turkey necks or something in it. Oh, so good. Them green beans were delicious. Oh, I think I want to say that her green beans are one of the ways or one of the uh, foods that got me into eating more like vegetable type stuff. Like I think I'm pretty sure it's my Aunt Vicky's green beans. And then, I, and then my mom started doing green beans more and I started to eat those more because of my Aunt Vicky's green beans. But anyway, my Vicky's green beans are delicious with those turkey necks. Oh my gosh, it's a game changer. All she put in is turkey neck, some salt, some uh, some pepper, and that's it. And it's delicious. But anywho, she had green beans, delicious yams, uh, candied yams, uh, mac and cheese. She had like turkey, not turkey, she had some chicken, baked chicken and like some chicken gravy type stuff. She has some white rice. Put the I put the turkey, I put the gravy from the turkey on top of the rice. Oh, game changer. That's what it was for. So I did it. And it was delicious. Uh, chicken wings. I mean, golly. There was a, a banana pudding fell out the sky. An apple pie came through the chimney. I mean, it was great. Everything was delicious. Um, her sons were there, my, my cousins. Um, and their spouses and, and their kids were there. So it was a great time. Eating, having a great time. Obviously with this food, one of two things will happen. It will fill you up and give you the itis. Or soon after you eat, your body will need to make space for this new food that you have entered into the body. So it has to uh, expeditiously excrete some, um, some, uh, some matter some mass that you have in your body that needs to exit and so i head to the bathroom after i fell asleep i caught both of them i got the itis and i had to take a had i had to I had to visit the the powder room if you will i won't get super uh descriptive about what happened in the powder room but i will tell you what went down in the powder room the part that i am about to share now i'm gonna be honest I be doing some stupid stuff sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. It's not even funny. I mean, it's it's funny. It's funny. That's a lie. It is funny. Um, like, 
a lot of times I wish the stupid stuff I did and like my thought during it could just be like recorded and like videotaped because it's so stupid. It's just so stupid. But it's funny though, because it's like genuine unawareness, genuine like just not knowing what I'm doing and I'm doing it. You know, so a silly stupid moment, not that I'm a stupid person, but a silly stupid moment that happened in the powder room, in the bathroom. Um, it's upstairs. It's upstairs. I'm super comfortable. I ain't got to worry about nobody, you know, walking up and, or, or I ain't got to worry about people walking by and hearing me or whatever. I'm comfortable, right? I got a great position. You know, I'm wrapping up. You know what I'm saying? Do what I have to do, handle my business. I'm wrapping up, right? And so my boy, Brasky, my boy, Big Brass, put me on to, to um, disposable wipes, right? You know, disposable wipes. Now, these are wet wipes that you can use, you know, for, for an adult, for a baby, whatever, while you're in the bathroom. And you can and you can flush them or, or flushable, flushable wipes. Yeah, flushable wipes. So, you know, it was about a month or two ago. I had some of my own, you know, I was using them through, you know, got through them pretty well. And so I'm at my Aunt Vicky's house. I'm in her bathroom and there's a pack of wipes. There's a pack of wipes above the toilet, right? And I'm just like, you know, as I as I turned around to the toilet tissue, I noticed it and I was like, oh, she got some she got some flushable wipes. You know, some like flushable wipes for, for the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just, you know, I'm I'm wrapping up, I'm doing my last little check or whatever, make sure I'm good to to evacuate, to 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 underobe, underobe, no. To put my clothes back on and, and wash my hands and get on out of there, you know. I'm like, oh, let me just use a let me just use a wipe, you know what I'm saying? And so I'm staring at it. I'm like, oh, this is Kirkland. That's what's up. I ain't never seen Kirkland's pack. It's a blue pack, right? I pay no mind to it. I've never seen Kirkland's pack. Um, and so I'm reading it and I'm like, what does that say? It says disinfectant sanitary wipe disposable y'all when i tell you i read disinfectant like 10 different times before no i read i read the whole thing once i read disinfectant uh sanitary like sanitizing wipe and then it said disposable under it or something like that it, it's it was i don't even <laughs> i don't even know what it said under it but <laughs> I literally read dis, disinfecting, disinfecting? Yeah, disinfecting like 10 different times. I'm like, disinfecting, 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 wait, disinfecting? I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, the reason why I kept reading it the whole time, I'm like, why does butt wipes say disinfecting at the top? Like, why would butt wipes say that? But then, but then, here goes the stupid part i said sanitary wipes <laughs> so i can use them so i open the pack i not open the pack i like lift up the little tab i grab a wipe and i look at it i'm like dang this wipe is a lot bigger than the wipes that typically come out of <laughs> that it's typically bigger and longer than a wipe that i would get out of like a butt wipe pack like a, like for your butt and so i'm like oh these must be the 
I said Kirkland bread must do a longer wait than all the other ones. <laughs> and so I grabbed the wipe. I look at it. I said, oh, look at all the the suds and stuff coming off. Like I can see on the wipe. And I'm <laughs> Y'all I'm crying. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm crying while I'm driving. Oh gosh, I'm okay. I know you heard me hit the little things on the side. I'm good. I'm just trying to wipe my eyes because I'm crying. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. I grab it. I say, look at the suds. Man, my butt about to be clean. And so I'm getting all excited. I go to wipe. Yo, the instant I put that thing on and it touched my skin, it got hot. I said, oh, this thing cleaning real quick. It's even... It's heating up. It's heating up my butt. And so I wipe a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, hey. This heat's getting a little intense and it's starting to hurt. And I dabbed it one more time. I dabbed, I dabbed like three different times. I, I wiped a little bit. I said, whoa, hey, that doesn't feel good. And I was like, oh, maybe that's just the cleaning effect. <laughs> that's why it's got all the soap. I dabbed again. I got, I'm getting closer to, to, the, to, the, entry, to, the, to the exit of the of the food and, and discriminatories discriminatories what whatever i'm getting closer to the hole y'all and <laughs> it hurts more and then i <laughs> i go to like i'm just dabbing i feel like if i wipe i'm gonna kill myself so i'm not even i feel dumb because i'm like i got it to wipe and i'm not even wiping but it's hurting i can't wipe because it hurts so i'm just gonna dab to see maybe if it eases up one last time I dab, I hit the hole, y'all. My butt was on fire. I stood up in pain. I immediately stood straight up and just clenched because of how much it hurt. And when I tell you, I put that wipe in the in the toilet. I grabbed a, I grabbed, I quickly. I was still standing up. <laughs> I'm still standing up at this point. I grabbed some tissue. I wiped off the parts that I touched already with the wipe with some tissue. And I'm like, it's not helping. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm about to go to the hospital with my butthole burning. And my whole family's downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, no, I got to fight it. I got to fight it. So I just stood there. I clenched. And I waited. And I waited. And it took probably close to a minute to stop burning. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. What? type of wipes are these these wipes are old they're they're defected i'm gonna tell my aunt to go sue i'm pressing charges that's what i'm thinking i'm like as soon as this peak this peak this pain eases and i can and i can safely unclench and feel comfortable i'm going downstairs and i'm talking to her about the pack y'all the pain eases i put my clothes back on i look at the pack and I read it one last time. It said, disinfecting sanitary wipes. Those were not flushable. They're not, they are disposable, but they are not butt wipes. My dumb self thought it was butt wipes. Why did I think it was butt wipes? Oh gosh, I felt so stupid. I wanted to tell them, I wanted the family to have a good laugh, but I, I couldn't go through with it. The pain with me, with it hurting my butt. If it didn't hurt, and like if I, I don't know. If I almost used it, if I almost used it, 
I would have told him. But the fact that I used it, stopped, thought about it, used it a little bit more, stopped, was like, I don't know, and then used it again. The fact that I did that and it hurt really bad and I thought I was about to go to the hospital, I couldn't tell him. So I'm going to save it for another day when I'm around my family and when I'm with my Aunt Vicky because it was so funny. I laughed. I laughed after I read it and realized what I was reading. Disinfecting sanitary wipes. I laughed once I, yeah, it was crazy. All that to say, you know, enjoy the dumb moments in the day. You know, hopefully you have some. They're really fun. It just reminds you how you're human, how it's okay, how you're going to mess up. It's going to be okay. going to learn because I definitely learn. Best believe I will never read a pack that says disinfecting. If the first word is disinfecting, I'm not using it for my butt. Just know that. Oh, gosh. That was, boy. I tell you what, it was hard to not just be upset at my aunt for having disinfecting sanitary wipes right above. When I say it's right above, I mean, she has this like three layer thing. Obviously, the middle layer is like some decoration. The top layer was like some pictures of some random stuff, like maybe a quote or something. Um, and the bottom layer was just the sanitary wipes. I was like, oh, this is definitely for your buddy, your buddy, your booty. And I'm like, the placement of where it was and the fact that I kept reading, the fact that I saw sanitary wipes, that was enough. I put two and two together and said, that's enough. This is for your butt. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's a good one. If my family hears this before, I'm Vicky if you hear this or anybody that was there that day and hears this before I share it, man, please, please wait until I <laughs> don't put it in the group chat. The group chat. Don't put it in the group chat, man. Save it. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it one day. Okay. I'm gonna say it one day. Oh, but it was a good time, man. It was a really good time up there. Hey, we couldn't spend Christmas with them, Christmas Day with them. They had like a, a pajama party planned and all that stuff. So it was really cool that we got to. It was cool that we did get to go up there, you know. Sad that we couldn't spend up the, the whole time that we wanted to. But we got to get Sunday and we did a little bit of shopping Monday. You know, spend a little Christmas money and hang out and eat breakfast uh, Monday. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, man, love my family. Always a good time. We was shoot. We had a we had a birthday celebration today, man. Uh, went over to a cousin's house. Was eating, had some food, a little bit of cake, and then had a had a freaking Bible study <laughs> right after. You know, just sat and ate for a little bit, and then had a whole Bible study, which was cool. I've never had. I don't think we've ever done a Bible study. No, I think we have. Well, it's probably been years. I would say probably before I went to UNCG, so probably before 2014, we hadn't had a Bible study, or since 2014, I hadn't been to a family Bible study, where it's just literally just family, I'm saying first cousins, or sorry, not first cousins, cousins, uh, aunts, whatever, uncles, and it's just us, nothing like church related or church structured, or, or church organized, you know, so it was fun. It was fun to do that. Man, I hope y'all was, uh, I hope y'all's holidays were good, man. Christmas was literally a couple days ago. Literally Sunday. It's what, Tuesday, Wednesday? 
I think it's Wednesday now. Let's see. What day is it, phone? Uh, I can't tell. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, December 28th. 28th? Yeah. But it's Wednesday, man. I'm heading back to the borough. Uh, feeling good. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really hope your holidays was good, man. I hope you were able to enjoy it. Hope you got to relax with people you love. But, hey, now... I'll never forget my people who don't get to experience the good all the time or experience the good. When I'm saying I hope they experience some good, but my people who didn't really enjoy their Christmas, didn't really enjoy being with the family, it wasn't the same, or, you know, kind of how I was saying this a lot in the last episode, you know, the holidays just don't be holidaying anymore like, like it used to, and I don't really feel all hyping joyful about the holidays and certain seasons um hey it's okay to feel that way i hope you did get to enjoy something i hope you did get to enjoy something whether it's just being by yourself and doing something you enjoy doing or you know whatever be, spending time somewhere or with somebody that you know just didn't give you that feeling to just kind of soak in like a almost like a pity it's like oh it's the holidays i'm supposed to be happy but i'm not i really hope that you were able to do something that you know just brought you a little bit of happiness gave you a little bit of something to do maybe a movie or whatever you did i hope that was enjoyable you know and if you don't see and realize that that was enjoyable yo it's okay to spend time by yourself during during big holidays whatever seasons you know what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that but uh, yeah, I do. I do acknowledge the fact that you know a lot of people like move and be out of state, and it's really hard to to maybe get back home or to to get off and spend time with people, friends or family, or or both both and you know what I'm saying. It can be hard, man. Like adulting is just different, man. Adulting is different. Like when you're in high school, middle school, it's like. Typically, typically, typically in most in most homes, it's like, yeah, you got your you got your brothers and your sisters or you, you at least got your guardians, your mom, dad, whoever you're living with, auntie, uncle, grandma, grandpa, whoever you're living with. It's like you got them for sure to be around and be with. But once you're an adult, it's different, man. You're off by yourself most of the time. Most people get off by themselves when they're an adult. And they, my people who are like moved out and not with their parents or not with their siblings anymore it's just different you know it's definitely different that can be hard too man that could definitely be hard for sure um i don't know that feeling to be an adult and be away from siblings during the holidays but like not to be with any of my siblings or not to be with any family like i haven't luckily i uh, luckily i haven't had to uh had to experience that but yo if you have and you do have to experience that hey man i do hope i do hope that you'll find people that make you feel as though that you're part of their family or that you know you guys are a family and you can you can spend those moments like the holidays and whatnot that you want to spend with them because it can happen it can happen i was telling this guy i had commented earlier on a on a post this guy was like you know he's been he, he moved when he was 16 you know dropped from high school and i'm like Oh, that's different 
Like, I don't know what that's like to experience that and not, like, be meeting people and making friends. But he was like, yeah, since then, he hadn't really made friends and it's just work for him. And it's lonely. And I'm like, man, I know that lonely part. I know what that can feel like. You know, I've, I've isolated myself and, and know what it feels like to feel lonely. I've been in, I've been in moments and seasons where it's like, I don't really enjoy the people that's around me. Like, they don't really do much for me right now and it's like I just feel lonely I don't feel as though these people right now around me in this moment or, or in this you know couple of weeks that I'm feeling this is like catering to what I need socially or relationally you know and it's not to say that they suck as a person that they're uh, dropping the ball as a friend or whatever no 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 it's not saying that it's speaking to a piece of like knowing what it could feel like to not have people reaching out, not have people, you know, inviting you to stuff, not having people saying, hey, come over, not having people saying, hey, let's do something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's that. I, like, I know that lonely aspect. But to be in a new place, to, to be trying to meet new people, man, it's hard. It ain't easy. Let's talk about that man how do y'all how are y'all meeting people nowadays like i've been i've reached out to like some friends and me and, and me and my group of friends we we my newish my newish group of friends um we be talking about this sometimes it's like we didn't really all hang out the, the this group of us that like hang out now and kind of talk now we got a, a big group chat of people um it's like these people that we're hanging out with now we didn't all hang out during college you know like i didn't know i didn't really know any to be honest i didn't hang out or be around any of these guys that are uh these people guys and girls these people that i'm hanging out with now you know and it's just like we enjoy so much of each other we have such a great time all the time with each other it's like man it's crazy to think that we never we didn't really start hanging out till like 2020 maybe like the end of yeah maybe like 2020 into 2019 something like that you know what i mean it's crazy and we were around each other for like four years within the same city you know all of us and like knowing some of the same people like being friends with some of the same people you know what i mean it's crazy and i enjoy it and and it really started i remember i was uh i remember i was praying i was like lord man i'm gonna keep it a buck i just need more black friends like i don't have I don't have black friends that I could just hit up and be black with, you know. I got my, I had my, I had my normal black friends that I was with, but it was very few. It was like three or four. It's like three or four black friends that, you know, they'd hit me up, I'd hit them up. You know, we do stuff randomly, spontaneous, or like we plan something out. You know, like 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 those those types of friends. You know what I mean? It's like actual. Yeah, you know I mean like people I actually am around and and be around like that. You know. And then I'm just like, yo, I need, Lord, I need more black friends. Like, everybody else outside of this group is all white. You know what I'm saying? And I miss the diversity that I used to have in college, man. I used to know a lot of different type of people in college, and then I missed it. And the and the ones I missed the most were, were my people, man. I used, man. Remember times when it was literally just a litter of black folks i would just be around man and it's changed and so graduating 
I was like, Lord, I just need new black friends. I need, I need more of them. The ones I got is good, but it's just so few. We be busy. Our schedules don't be lining up. Lord, give me some new ones. So that, you know, when I, when they don't have time and we can't hang out, like, hey, I got a lifeline. I got some more friends that I can hang out with and be black with. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with uh, wanting to be around people who you can just be completely yourself around and not change uh, how you talk, how you dress, how you feel, talk about your feeling. You can reference things and they'll get it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be around people like that. And there's nothing wrong with praying for it. You know, so I prayed for it, and it happened, man. Um, started hanging out with a guy from school that I, kind of, I, I had seen him around a little bit. I knew him a little bit. I, I don't know if I really actually knew his name. Bro, I don't really know if I knew his name like that. But I knew of him, you know. And I hit him up one day, I think, randomly. It was like... Hey, yo, you still live in Greensboro? He's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Boom, boom, boom. And I was like, oh, that's what's up, man. I've been trying to hang. Like, I, I was, I was straight up with him. I was like, yo, I've been trying to, I'm trying to hang out with more black people, man. I need some new black friends or some more black friends, something like that. I said something like that, literally just like that. And he was like, all right, bet, yeah, for sure. And so we hung out. I think, I think we honestly just went to. Uh, he had, he had hit me up, and we had went to uh, Jake's. I think we went to Jake's. Jake's Dining, or Jake's Billiard on Spring Garden. It's like a little bar. It's got some pool tables. They got some really good food. Um, and we went and chilled there. I like it. He like he likes Jake's. I like Jake's. So we went there. And we just talked. It was chill, man. It was so chill. And after that, it was, I mean, it, it, he was comfortable. He was himself. I, I felt comfortable. You know, it didn't feel forced. Um, both very similar nature. We could be hype when we need to be hype. We could be chill and have a chill conversation when we need to be chill. You know, or, or, or be uh, 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 very um, in tune when it's like a, a serious conversation or a deeper conversation. And it's just like, yeah, we, we hit it off immediately. You know what I mean? And so now, like knowing him, it's like, oh, I got to meet more people that he's around uh, typically. And it's like, wow, that's great. And then we both kind of got around other people that we kind of knew of but we weren't around while we were in college. And now it's like, yeah, we're around those people, black people, other black people. It's like, yeah, now we're around those people. We're having, we're doing dinners at people's houses, lunches, breakfasts, you know, movie nights, game nights. And it's just like, no, this is perfect. Like this is literally what I pray for. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that, and, and that's not to say that it, it would have happened if I didn't like step out or reach out to him. Like, no, I, I think it, potentially could have happened i don't know but i just i just felt more comfortable and 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 i felt like it was um i think it, i think it helped to have assurance that you know i'm praying for a good thing i want this and i'm being genuine so like if it doesn't work out the lord is most likely gonna let me know and i never had any type of feeling during that so that's that's why i prayed for it and two that's why i didn't feel as nervous or anxious to actually reach out and like step out and be like hey yo you trying to be friends and like just from the jump like yo you trying to be friends you try to hang out you know what i'm saying um prayer can do a lot for you so if you're not a you're not a uh, religious person you don't believe in uh jesus hey that's your choice you know what i'm saying that's that's up there you yeah you know i mean no judgment you feel me um 
I would say just, yo, you got to put yourself out there. Put yourself in areas that are more common for you, whether that be work, outside of work. You know, if it's the gym, a nice chill spot you like to go to, whatever. You listen to live music, places you be going to, bars, coffee shops, whatever. Yo, meet people. Introduce yourself. Ask them how they're doing. Ask them, just ask them like just regular conversational questions but also don't be afraid to step outside the box and ask a question that you don't typically ask i have grown in my question asking i like to ask people questions that aren't typically asked because that just makes the conversation more fun and it kind of helps people be it feel a little bit more seen because when you just ask people oh word where are you from ask what's up did you go to like college or anything Oh, where, what school did you go to? Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, what do you do for work? Like, sometimes, I just feels boring. It's like, I didn't have, like, there are some people who can ask those questions because it's like, oh, they have really cool and interesting stories behind those. Like, oh, yeah, I went to this school, like, Chapel Hill, like, these big schools, or, you know, because they had, like, really good grades. It's like, yeah, I, I went to this school. Like, they want to talk about it, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good. I'm just not that person. I was a, I was a two-something. Two-something. Graduated. I'm glad I'm about it there. You know what I'm saying? I did my due diligence. Got that degree. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't really have a cool, I don't have a cool story to think about when I'm asked a question like, oh, did you go to school? It's like, oh, yeah, I went to UNCG. It's cool. It's whatever. Or like, hey, what do you do? It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm saying, I, I do this. And... And it's just like, I don't really have a, I have a cool story as to how I got the job that I'm working right now. You know, if people ask me like, what do you do or where do you work? It's like, I have a cool story as to how I got the job. But right now the job, as I've mentioned, ain't really jobbing like I wanted to, man. But that's not, that's neither here nor there. But yes, ask those questions that you really just want to ask. Don't make don't be weird. Don't be weird. Don't ask about no fetishes. Don't ask about nothing weird, all right? Keep it strictly normal. If you don't if you don't feel like you can control your questioning and not being weird, you know what I'm saying? Be normal and ask questions because that can also start a friendship too. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But for my people who are going to try and be a little out the box, when you're asking questions, meeting new people, don't be weird. Oh, gosh, please don't let me be encouraging you to be weird and asking weird questions. I'm not that type of person. I will never encourage that, nor condone or do it myself. All right. I think condone and encourage mean most basically the same thing. But that's neither here nor there. Meet new people. Get your butt out there. All right. It could be a little scary, a little anxiety driven. But get out there, man. My boy Ken... I was telling this guy on TikTok, I met my boy Ken at a dance recital, yo, that I was volunteering at. He's uh, 64, 74, something like that. One of those. It's one of those fours. And, you know, we, we've hung out a few times since the dance recital. He likes live music. I like live music. So we will go to live music that, um, that he's interested in because he likes to dance. He likes to dance at the live music. And I'm like, yo, I like to dance too, and I like live music. Let's do it. So he hit me up the first time. I was like, oh, snap. 
my boy Ken, you know, and we had a, such a good conversation the first time, I'm like, Psh, of course, no worries, I ain't going, I'm, I'm going, I don't care who he's with, I don't care who's going to be there, I don't care what type of setting it is, I'm going, that's my guy, he's cool, you know what I'm saying, and we get there, we vibing, we vibing, the music's pretty good, dancing a little bit, you know, and then the next few times, it's like, shoot, he's really wanting to be, this is my guy for real. He's really hitting me up. He's really, like, seeing if I'm available and want me to be there with him and enjoy that with him. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. And, I, and I've hit him up, too. I've hit him up, too, to come check out some, some music that I like, you know, that probably wasn't the most danceable. <laughs> he had left early one night. We hung out to check out a band that I, I knew of. I was like, yeah, it's danceable. Because my rhythm is different than his rhythm, which is okay. You know, he got a little bit of a different rhythm. But um, he was like, yeah, this isn't really too danceable. The band's good, but not really my forte for dance-worthy music. And I'm like, all right, bet. So he left early. But that's cool. We've been hanging now. He's able to be honest. He's himself. I'm myself. You know what I'm saying? And it's just cool, man. And I met, I literally met this guy at a dance recital. He was by himself. I wasn't hanging with nobody. We talked, chatted, boom. Got his number. And, and you know, we're, we're, they got a friend. That's a new friend. You know what I mean? So put yourself out there. Be yourself. Just know that you are enough. There are people who want to be your friend just because of who you are. All right? Don't feel like you got to be special to be somebody's friend. Don't feel like you got to fit some type of mold to be their friend or whatever don't feel like you got to change to be their friend if you start feeling that way i don't know if that friendship's gonna go well that's just that's just me you know what i'm saying that's just me i don't know if you're really gonna enjoy being around them when you know you gotta switch up and be a little bit different or be a lot different just because you're around them you know what i'm saying and there's plenty of people. I also told a guy, like the same guy on TikTok that I commented on the video, you know, like him being lonely and not really having people around. It's like, if the if the people you meet in, the few people, the first few people, the first person, second person, whatever, if they don't work out, hey, bump it. Go to the next one, man. There's so many humans out here, bro. There's so many humans, even in small towns. They're just, they're just humans everywhere, you know? You don't need 100 friends. You don't need 30 friends. You don't need 40. You need a solid 10, 10, 5, whatever. You just need a solid, small group of people. And I promise you, there is, in any town, you can have a small, solid 5, a good starting 5, or maybe 3, maybe 2. You know what I'm saying? Stay out there, man. You just got to put yourself out there. All right? All right? Be a little risque. A little risky for the whiskey. I'm just kidding. That makes no sense. Risky for the whiskey. Ooh, what else? What else can we chat about? Ooh, driving. So, I don't know if y'all are like me, but uh, I'll be having these moments when I'm driving. Now, I wear glasses, right? And with these glasses, I try to get the... Uh, I try to get the uh, prescription with the the blur, the de-blur, whatever effect. It's like it makes the lights and bright stuff. 
like uh, it makes it not stretch or whatever or make it blurry looking so like when I'm driving it's not supposed to be like lights aren't supposed to look really long they're supposed to look like normal lights like which is little circles and bro when I'm driving when I tell you I'm literally getting like light shows it looks like everybody's headlights are pointing to the stars in the sky and it's a skylight just pointing up there trying to signal Batman Bro, that's almost every car, especially if they got their brights on. They got their brights on. They got they they headlights are reaching the moon, my guy. That's how bad it is for me sometimes. And so when people drive by and they don't turn their brights off, I get so upset because I can't see. And obviously I'm talking about nighttime. When it's nighttime and you drive by with your brights on. Like, who the heck do you think you are? Turn your brights off. People gotta see. Like, I can't see what's beside you nor coming up because you have your brights on. Turn them hoes off. Why the heck you got them on? Like, what are you doing? You want me, you want us both to die? Because I might swerve and actually bump into you and not notice how close you are because your brights are on. And I'm squinting. Call me Squin Tarantino out here on the driver wheel. Call me Squins McGee. Because your lights are so bright while you're driving at night. That's a bar. <laughs> oh my gosh, boy. Boy, you. Look, y'all. Turn your bright lights off when you're driving by people. Even on the highway, there's this. uh. I don't even know what I'm on. But it's it's two lanes on my side and it's two lanes on the opposite side. There's a good good 15 yards in between the lanes, right? Even on that, even when the road is set up like that, turn your brights off when you're driving by people, man. That junk is annoying. That junk is annoying. Especially, oh my gosh, this might be the worst. Especially if you're riding behind somebody. If you're riding behind somebody and you can see their lights, just turn your brights off. Turn them off. You see that I'm driving straight. I'm not swerving. I ain't hitting nothing. You see I ain't running off the road. Clearly, there's nothing in the road to make me run off or dodge because you. I would hope you are looking and paying attention to the road and what I'm doing just in case, you know. Turn your brights off. Why are you behind me with your brights? I hate when people drive a little bit behind me and they got their brights on. It's like, yo, I understand I don't have my brights on, but just because I don't have my brights on and I'm in front of you doesn't mean you need to have your brights on. Like, what the heck are you doing? I can't even see because your light shining in my rearview mirror is blinding me, G. I can't see nothing, G. Like, I'm... You lucky the Lord is my strength because I am not driving this car at this point anymore. It is the Lord has picked me up off the ground and is guiding me, my G. Like, the the old, the sole reason I have not died and killed me and you behind me is because of the Lord, my G. Like, what are we doing? Like, one, turn your brights off. Two, get from behind me that close. Three, if you need to have your brights on, just get in front of me. 
do some type of signaling and break out and get in front of me, bro, then you can turn your brights on all you want to. Golly, just driving past somebody with their brights on right now. It's it's 20 cars on the road right now that you can see. Why do you have your brights on? Clearly, it's safe to turn them off. Oh, my gosh. Such a pet peeve of mine. Such a pet peeve. Another pet peeve. And mama, you, oh, gosh, my mom is the worst at this. Driving on the left-hand side when there's nobody in front of you is not a crime. That is not a driving law. There's no law that says I can't drive on the left side if I'm going the speed limit. There's no law that says that. I'm going the speed limit. I can drive whatever lane I want to. I've never seen somebody get pulled for driving the speed limit. I've never been pulled for driving the speed limit on the left, the far left lanes. Ever. I've never been pulled for driving five over in the left lane or in the right lane, the far right lane. Like, People think that there's just, I get that there's the road etiquette and the unwritten rules of like the left lanes for speeding and the right lanes for non-speeding. I'm going to speed whichever lane I want to, right? Middle, far right, far left. It don't matter. I'm going to get around you. I'm going to do it safely. And I'm going to keep it pushing. Like I'm not going to sit in the left lane the whole way when I got two other lanes that are open for me to get around these people that aren't going fast enough for me. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, the road is empty. I'm going five over the speed limit. You're behind me, clearly wanting to go faster. That is why you are riding my butt. If you would like to go faster, please get in the other lane and pass me. Stop riding behind me. Like, bro, do y'all ever have people just ride behind you? And, you know, you going six, seven over the speed limit and you in the far left lane, and it's like people try to go 10, 15 over the speed limit, and they ride in behind you, and they stay behind you, and they act like you're supposed to move. Like, I hate that. I hate it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate that almost as as much as people driving with their bright lights on when they're passing people. It's It's almost neck and neck, okay? And you got to think, people driving, like, again, I have glasses. It gets really bad with people driving with their brights on. And it's like, that's, that's like, that's like very uh, unsafe for me. For that to be tied with people driving behind me when they can pass me because they want to drive faster. And they're just driving up close and they stay behind me. That's tied with people with bright lights. Oh, my gosh, that's saying something. Like, I hate it. Like, why are you behind me? Get around me. Now, here's a question. Here's a question. What type of driver... I want to try and engage y'all a little bit. I feel like I've just been talking. I hope y'all have been enjoying it so far. It's a long drive. I'm, I'm literally still driving. Um, I think it's still recording. Let me check. Yes, still recording. Wow, this is going to be great to go through. <laughs> um... Anywho, oh, this feels so weird to drive with my right hand with the microphone on my left. Anywho, so here's a question. What type of driver 
are you? Would you, A, ride behind someone in the far left lane who's not going faster than you, so you have to slow down and you speed up to see if they speed up to make them speed up, you know, so you get a little bit closer to them? Are you that type of person? Or even even though, also, even though there's space for you to pass them, even though there's space for you to pass them, will you stay in that far left lane? Or, or will you just get in the other lane, pass them, and then get back in the left? Which one are you? Because that's going to say a lot about who you are and whether or not I like you or not and whether or not I despise your soul existence on this earth. That will determine that. What type of person are you? What type of driver are you? Tell me now. Love me now. Love me now. Oh, love me now. Is that a John Legend song? I feel like that's a John Legend song, but I'm not even sure at this point. I feel like I haven't heard that song in a long time. But yeah, what kind of driver are you, yo? Another question. So me, I be trying to be safe out here. So when there's cars around, I use my blinkers when I switch lanes. You know, no matter how close, if, if they're if they're not close at all, I don't use blinkers. But if there's people that's kind of close and, like, if I slow down, I might be in their blind spot. Or if I uh, speed up some, I might they might not have noticed. Like, do you use blinkers when you switch lanes? Like, I use blinkers, personally. I use blinkers when I switch lanes. But do you use blinkers when you switch lanes all the time, sometimes, situational? What type of, what, the, what you be doing? What you be doing out here? Dang, man. My phone keep falling. Okay, okay. I see some of y'all are dangerous and reckless out here. And some of y'all are safe and cautious. As you should be. You know? Another question. Another question. Dang, what was my question? I just had it. What just happened to my question, yo? I literally just had a question. But I can't remember what... Oh, here it is. Alright, I'm getting off driving. I was thinking that love me now part and I was trying to figure out if it was John Legend or not. Yo, do y'all remember that song that goes like Roxanne, Roxanne, party all night, Roxanne, Roxanne. Bro, y'all remember how hot that song was when it came out, bro? Do y'all not remember that? One, I never, I don't think I ever knew who like came out with, like who made that song. And two, I never like, like other than the radio or like parties or, or whatever. I don't know. I don't even remember where I would hear it, but I would hear it and I'd be like, oh yeah, that's that Roxanne song. That joint hard. Like I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? It's poppy. It's catchy. Like I like it when I hear it. Um, where did that song go? Cause I literally hadn't heard it for like years up until today. It was on the radio. I was playing that joint on the radio. I'm like, Wait a minute, I know this. This is my jam. And I turned it up. I'm like, yo, where has this song been? So if you know who it is, please let me know. You don't have to. I'm going to obviously find out who it is. But I might forget to look it up. And I might forget the song. So please, slide in the DMs, hit me up. If you got my personal number, text me, call me, FaceTime me. Uh, you can text me. You can text me. <laughs> You could uh you could text me. But um yo Roxanne 
Roxanne. She just wanna go and party all night. Roxanne. Roxanne. That joint, yeah, that was such a catchy tune. And it was like the cool poppy like type song too. It was like it was pop, but it was like cool enough to not be pop. Um, see, like even right now, I'm going 72, speed limit 65, and a car just sped up, got in the right lane, passed me, instead of just staying behind me. Oh, that's driving. Oh, now they're back in the right lane. See, they probably going about a good, smooth 80, a little bit over 80 maybe. Oh, yeah, they're definitely probably going over 80 for sure. And they're in the right lane. And it's like, yo, drive whatever lane you want to. Just make sure you're being safe. Don't be speeding up behind me trying to make me go faster. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. You got space to pass? You better pass. If not, you better relax and wait. Be patient. Figure out how to maneuver. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Roxanne, that joint, that joint was, it was just a good song. It's a good song. What else? I feel like I'm getting, am I getting close to Greensboro? I think I'm getting close to Greensboro. Got my hair done today. Looks nice. Got a little three-strand. Well, actually, correction. It's not a three-strand twist. It's essentially a braid. It's just, I just have my locks braided together. Ooh, locks. Now tell me this. My people with locks. Do you call them locks or do you call them dreads? Or do you call them dreadlocks? Which one? Shout out West Guy, West West Guy, West Side Gun, Zelda, Big BSL, Drum Work. That's a cool rap group. But so I call them locks. Now I used to call them dreads. I used to call them dreadlocks because. I didn't know the history. I guess there's history in it. I'm still not sure. I'm still not sure. But I didn't know the uh, interpretation that can come and that is most likely behind the word dreads or dreadlocks. So it was a day, it was a sunny day out in Greensboro, downtown. I'm with the homie, right? We're taking some pictures. Um, she had wanted me to just take some pictures. I was like, yeah, I'm practicing. I'm, I'm still new with this camera. Of course I'll take some pictures. Um, we go to one spot and took some really good stuff. Or not some really good stuff. I took some pictures. Some of them came out really good. Um, then we went to another spot. Um, and we're chilling. There's a bunch of flags up. It's like international. It's not international week. But there's this thing that downtown Greensboro does where uh, it has an inter international festival and... A bunch of different types of vendors and um, countries and cultures are shared uh, downtown and, and throughout the week or, or something like that throughout like two three days downtown and so they hang up a bunch of flags of different countries and they leave them there for like a week and so we're down there we're chilling on the flags we're just looking at the flags I'm getting some pictures um, one of my favorite pictures I actually got one of my favorite pictures ever that day um, and I see this older black lady and she's got some locks, right? And I said to her, because there's like, it's some dark gray, it's some black at the root a little bit, or not some black at the root. There's some like black within the locks as well. And then there's like some white, some like gray white hairs. I'm just like, yo, they're clean, they're neat. And I'm like, excuse me, I really like your dress. They look really nice. 
She was like, she was like, oh, I appreciate that. Yes, my locks. Thank you. Um, I like yours too, cause I was like, I was, mine were short at the time, but I was, you know, growing them. And she was like, I like your locks too. And I was like, locks. And she was like, huh. Or I, I was like, locks. Or I said something. I said something that warranted her to say, warranted her to say, yeah, I call them locks. I don't call them dreads. I don't dread anything about my hair. And I was like, what? My eyes were open, y'all. My eyes were open and I was pulled out of the matrix. She said, there is nothing about my hair that I dread. And I was like, just immediately, I realized what we've been saying or what people say about, about locks for the longest and I'm just like, oh my goodness, I've never, I've never even thought of that. We call them dreadlocks, we call them dreads. And it's like, think of the word dread. What the heck does that mean? It has such a negative connotation. There's nothing positive about dread, that word dread. And so she was like, yeah, they would, uh, the history behind the word, again, I don't know if any of this is true. It could be fake, could be real. You know what I'm saying? She could have really dropped some knowledge on me. But she said in the time that um, black people, and I forgot which country it was, um, might have been Jamaica. I don't, I really don't know. I might have just said Jamaica because I'm thinking Jamaica, man. You know, uh, Rastafari, I might be thinking that. Uh, but it, it really might be the Jamaican culture. Um, she was like, yeah, when black people first started locking their hair, um, and letting it like sit and they would do braids and let it sit and let it, and they, the hair would lock up. She was like, when they would come out of the woods, they would go into the woods and like do some stuff. Like I think some rituals and some type stuff. And she would say they would come out the woods and their hair would be in dreads and like locked up. And she was like, people would dread when they come out the woods. So they, and these types of people had dread, they would, they, these types of people had certain hair. They were locks. So they would call them dreads and dreadlocks. Like they would dread when people would come out because they saw the hair and they knew it was like bad, bad news once they saw them. And I'm just like, whoa. One, never realized, never put two and two together, the word dread and dreadlocks. Two, never heard this story. And I'm never, I'm never going to forget it. I wish I remembered the details, but I do remember she was like, yep, they would go into the woods. They come out the woods. People would dread that they would come out the woods because they knew it was a bad sign. Um, and they called those people with that type of hair, uh, the, like they would, they would call that type of hair dreadlocks and then it became Rastafari and whatever. Um, so, that, and I'm still, I'm still, I'm sure they, a lot of people in Jamaican color, color, the Jamaican culture still call them dreads or dreadlocks, you know? Um, and, the, and so maybe it is, uh, maybe it is true what she was sharing, but anywho, as soon as she said that, I immediately stopped calling them dreads. I stopped calling them dreadlocks, all that nothing but locks so for all my uh fair-skinned friend for all my brothers and sisters in between call them locks because there's nothing to dread about that person's hair or your hair if your hair is locked you know or you're trying to lock them they're not called dreads don't they are they can be called dreads but we should push to not call them dreads i'll say that we should push to not call them dreads let's call them locks because your hair's locking in, you know what I'm saying? 
and you locked into that uh, commitment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's definitely commitment out there. Um, there's days where I'm just like, I, I could cut it. <laughs> I could cut it. Or I could keep enjoying it, take care of it, get a new style, get a little haircut. Because I have, like, my sides are cut, but, like, the top I have. Actually, I grew my hair out, and it's locked. So... It's like, oh, there's some things I could do and try. So right now I got my hair braided. So it's just three pieces kind of braided together. It looks nice. I like it. It's cool. Sister always does a great job. Uh, my sister, Portia. But, um, yeah, that was me just talking, yo. That was me just talking. I hope you enjoyed or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to talk about jacking, but I'm here in Greensboro. You know what I'm saying? It's just me talking this time, my boy. <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed the uh, episode with my boy Sam Yang called in. Oh, sorry, I just said his whole name. I gave my bad, my bad, Horatio. I gave him your full government, boy. <laughs> I'm tripping. Um, it's not like he lives in Fort Lauderdale at 243 Hot Spring Lane. Um, <laughs> it's not like his date of birth is... What's his date of birth? His date of birth is November 16th, 1997. I'm just kidding. I just made all that up. Um, I literally just made all that up. Anywho. Uh, yeah, man. I hope y'all jacking that episode. I hope y'all jacking this one. I hope you're jacking the podcast. If you're not jacking the podcast, hey, oh, well, I appreciate you for trying that just means I hope you enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, ah, there's, there's plenty of other podcasts. Maybe podcasts just aren't for you. I have a whole podcast. Like I'm making episodes. I enjoy making episodes, but I don't. Re- I don't even really listen to podcasts no more. I literally just listen to music, or like think to myself, or like sit in silence. Like if I'm driving, I'm at home, I'm doing something. It's either music, I'm talking to myself, or it's silent. Is I don't even do podcasts no more. It's crazy. But I hope y'all enjoying this thing, though. I'm going to keep it going. You hear me? I got to see it through, my boy. All right, y'all. Peace.